It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to the So So Show with Visit Southampton. Paint the town purple. Hey! It's a look at life in the SO postcode with her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. This week, we meet the team behind one of Southampton's most intimate music venues. We try and cater for anybody and everything. We do lots of community outreach. We help with colleges that want to do their end of year performance exams. And then we try to appeal to all of the nationals. And street dancing for all ages. Mainly street dance. We do also have a 90s pop class for adults, which is an adult dance fitness class. Can we start this week by just saying hello to everyone who attended the O2 on Tuesday for The Damned? Okay. This is I, a band, right? A band. You don't remember yeah. back in the 80s, yes, late yes. 70s? No, I don't remember. Of course you don't. <laughs> you weren't even born. No, exactly. <laughs> well, I've seen some videos of the middle-aged mosh pit. <laughs> and it's mostly men just bouncing off each other and right. pogoing up and down. I'm sure they all slept very well on Tuesday <laughs> and were probably reaching for the railjacks on the Wednesday when they woke up. <laughs> I just wish we could share this video, but it's on, it's on my friend's private Facebook oh, page, so I can't. Man. But what I will do very quickly is just show you that. Oh my gosh. There's a fella in the kilt. It was like so much fun. Yeah, there's the guy in the kilt. And they're just literally like bouncing off each other and pogoing. Oh, I love it. I love it. It does look like an old people's home when they've put on a rock song, you know? (laughs) Do you know what? I think this episode of The So So Show is very much about sort of social getting out to gigs and theatres and all of that stuff because there was so much going on. This week, Mayflower Theatre announced, I think probably one of their biggest shows ever to come to Southampton. It's Hamilton and it's coming in 2025. And it's coming for six weeks as well. I know, right? They've got to tour it that much because it's so popular. Yeah. Have you seen it? I Do you know any of the songs? I haven't, but I've heard so much about it. I have. I have. And I think it's one of those, if it's coming to Mayflower Theatre, you've got to go and see it. I'm very much this week looking forward to going to see Annie. And I know, look, I'm really sad that Paul O'Grady won't be in it. But I know that that show is just so beautifully done. And uh, Craig Revel Horde is playing the part. Oh, yes. Which, of course, he did last time it was here. He played Miss Hannigan. So he stepped into Paul O'Grady's shoes for that role. And he is brilliant. I'm also coming to the Mayflower Theatre. Something a little bit different to those. Loose women. Are you (laughs) guesting on it? No. (laughs) What are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying that you'd be great on an all-woman panel show. Um, More theatre news. So do you remember a couple of weeks ago I went to see Cake? At Mast Mayflower Studios. Yeah. A friend of mine came along with me on the Tuesday night. She also went back on the Friday night. And in the audience on the Friday night was Martine McCutcheon. And do you know why? Why? Because her husband, Jack, had written the music for it. No way. Yes. That's cool. Isn't it just? They were there. Both of them were there um, with their little one as well. That's amazing. The team at the Mars were most amused at our um, our concept for what they could do next, yeah. which is the Joan of Arc yeah. thing <laughs> about uh, can you smell burning? Or, uh, and, and the potential for the soundtrack involving Alicia Keys, this girl's on I fire. I love all, all this. Yeah. Um, I've been to another theatre show as well this week. Okay, you can take your Hamilton. You can take Loose Women. But you can't put it up against Roverang. What? 
Roverang. You know what Roverang is, right? Is this a kids' TV show that I'm not familiar with? No, Roverang is scouts, guides, brownies, cubs, beavers, all of that lot. All right. And they, every year, put on a show. They rehearse from September until April and then put on five shows. So is this like a more elaborate, well-planned and executed version of what they used to call a gang show years ago? I don't really know. They do about 60 songs. Right. Right, and they range from about four years old up to about 18, okay? And 60 songs to learn how to sing, how to dance, what the movement is, the staging... It was fantastic. Honestly, it blew me away. It must be about two and a half hours. It, it was. It was. But I tell you what, we were absolutely enthralled. But one thing did concern me somewhat. All 60 songs were brilliant, right? <laughs> and there were so many that were my, my favourites. They did Firestarter from The Prodigy. They did the um, soundtrack from Moana. There's all this thing at the theatre at the moment about you mustn't sing along. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I should have been thrown out that night (laughs) because it was so good. I couldn't help myself. So I hadn't noticed the thing about asking people not to sing along, but I went to a a show in London on Tuesday night to see the Tina Turner thing. Oh, yeah. And they had that in the announcement before. Please don't sing along, but you'll get the opportunity at the end. Have Have you seen the clip from The Bodyguard where the main actress in The Bodyguard starts singing I Will Always Love You? And you can hear it sounds like cat calling, like from <laughs> from 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 the circle. No, but I, you haven't, know, but, I haven't. Been and in... they had to manhandle them out. Wow! And I, I'm really sad to see that because going to the theatre should really be like a big event. You know, you used to get dressed up and all that stuff. I still do. I can't go to the theatre in jeans. So maybe they need to do a Saturday afternoon matinee, which is more like karaoke. Well, they they do do sing-along versions. We went to a sing-along version of Six. Right. And that's very good. That's very cool. But if you're not going there for that, please don't sing along because you are not anywhere near those (laughs) performers on stage. Southampton's podcast... The So So Show. From the theatre, let's go and meet some of the team behind one of Southampton's most intimate music venues, the 1865. Sarah looks after the bookings, but first, here's Guy. He's the manager, and he filled Zoe in on the name. The building and the, and the venue was um, set up by Paul Hooper, who is co-director of um, Martin's Rubber Company, which <laughs> which was founded in 1865. And it hasn't always been a music venue or like a gig venue, has it? What was it before? Uh, it's been uh, a general warehouse. It was uh, at one time a rope factory, another t- t- and then it was um, converted into a, um, a major darts venue. That, unfortunately, would have happened to that when, and then it became the one of the Dockers, Southampton Dockers, uh, social venues. And it's been a music venue for about 11 years now. And what goes on at 1865? What kind of things, what kind of gigs, what kind of nights go on here, Sarah? So we try and cater for anybody and everything. We do lots of community outreach. Um, We have things like the Southampton Ukulele Jam, which happens on a regular basis. We um, help with colleges that want to do their end-of-year performance exams. 
and then we try to appeal to all of the nationals so we're trying to book shows with people like Live Nation so we will bring bands like Avatar who will do a national tour into town and um, hopefully show them a good time and show them how great Southampton is and likewise we'll work with our smaller end bands so the local bands that are looking for support slots with major artists and we try and bring that talent with us and rise them up with the venue as well. You had a gig here just last week which was March of the Mods tell us about that one Guy. Uh, Superb event uh, to raise money for teenage cancer Uh, all the bands played for free and put their heart and soul into it had a superb time the the event was absolutely spectacularly good and did everything it, it should do it's great to see people leaving out having had a great time and the bands really enjoyed having a, a big audience to play for who's your favorite that you've had here all right then list a couple <laughs> mine mine was warren haynes and things like that but people have probably never heard of the ones that i liked so uh, <laughs> you know i like focus and and stuff you know um not stuff that people would probably know about. And what about you, Sarah? I'd like anything that happens here, to be honest with you. There's not one specific show that I can think of that is my favourite. All of them are great. Uh, The venue team and anybody that comes in contact with the venue always says how much of a great time they've had, how well they've been looked after and what a fantastic service the venue offers for fan goers and for the bands and their crew as well. So for me, that is my job satisfaction. So I came here for an Amy Winehouse tribute and didn't really know what to expect, but the support artist was brilliant. The main artist was just fantastic, just blew us away. And actually... The atmosphere was created by, you know, the artist, the fans in, and and it was just a brilliant, brilliant night. What kind of feedback do you get normally? We appreciate very much when people take the time to actually message us and say, and and put on the um, TripAdvisor stuff. We really appreciate that. But it's just lovely standing on the door when people leave, which I always do to make sure people leave safely. Having the feedback from the audience as they leave, that's so important to know whether we're going in the right direction. What do you find are the shows that sort of sell out quite quickly or the most popular things, do you think? Uh, (laughs) That's difficult. Uh, Whatever's popular at the time, I suppose. But then on the other hand, we have um, a lot of shows doing anniversary tours for albums. We had the Lemonheads last year and celebrating 20 years of uh, the album they did, which I can't remember the name of. And that was... uh, interesting event but there's a a lot of those sorts of things coming around bands that are celebrating possibly the high points of their careers and we get very good audiences for them the so so show as i said this episode very much all about sort of social engagements and places to go and venues and entertainment around southampton and i am so pleased and i know we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks but southampton has been awarded the purple flag so if a beach gets a blue flag We get a purple flag because Southampton City Centre has been deemed clean, safe, inclusive, all of these things for their nighttime economy. So you've got to have a thriving nighttime economy. And to celebrate the purple flag, they had a purple flag party, which I hosted. Oh, nice. Which was lovely. It was at Revolution de Cuba. And we had lots of dignitaries there. We had the wonderful, your worshipful, the Lord Mayor, 
councillor Jackie Raymond. I think that's how you say the title. Close enough. <laughs> There's enough pomp in there to get away with it. Yeah, right. And uh, we had somebody from the Purple Flag coming to tell us why we were awarded it. And then there was some food and some cocktails and it was just rather a lovely night. And then at the end, we were drawing the raffle. Now, you know I love a raffle, don't yes. you? Right? I've, I can't not put in for a raffle. So I got some raffle tickets and then, anyway, stand up on stage and somebody is handing me the raffle tickets. First prize out was afternoon tea at Revolution to Cuba. I won it. No. Did you put it back in? No. <laughs> This is how much Zoe loves <laughs> raffles. Even if she's hosting it, even if her ticket comes out first, she's not giving up no! that prize. <laughs> then the next ticket comes out. No, really? <laughs> Simon, honestly, you couldn't have written it. It was my ticket. I won a signed Saints pennant from uh, the, the senior team at Southampton Football Club for this season. <laughs> I don't even know what a pennant is. <laughs> so you came out with the first prize. You came out with the second. Please yeah. tell me there wasn't a third or a fourth. Yeah, there was. No! <laughs> there was only nine prizes and I won three of them. <laughs> my word. Do you want to pick my lottery numbers for Friday? <laughs> what are you doing at 3pm on Sunday? Uh, cleaning my drive. <laughs> well, when you're cleaning your drive, all of a sudden, all hell is going to break loose. Go on. Because they are testing the National Emergency Alert oh, yes. at three o'clock on Sunday. And I'm only mentioning it because I think the more people are told about it, yeah. the more they won't panic when it happens. Yeah. Because you know people are going to forget. Yeah. And social media is going to be full of people filming that moment. When it yeah. goes off. Just be aware of it. Your phone will receive an alert and vibrate for 10 seconds. Okay. And then you just swipe it off the screen. There but it's are. just a test yeah. that it works. I think that's cool. The thing that freaks me out a bit is, well, I haven't installed anything. Because normally mm. anything on your phone you've had to install mm -hmm. yourself. Like the NHS app during yeah. COVID. So this is just some kind of remote control that's basically just going to be squirted down the pipe to your phone and yeah. make your phone do something. Yeah. Not quite sure I'm comfortable with that. Oh, give over. It's only a test. Don't worry about it. Yeah, what, you'd rather not know if there is a national no, emergency. I'd rather know, but I'd rather right. that I was given the freedom. Oh, it's like that U2 album on iTunes years ago where everyone no, ended up with it. It's not like <laughs> it the is. U2 album. It is. No, because nobody wanted that. Exactly. But if there was an emergency, you'd want to know that your phone was going to get the message. <laughs> it's all about Southampton. The So So Show. We would love to introduce you to Jess from Street Beats Dance Academy. They do street dancing for all ages. So we teach children um, and ad adults from all over Southampton, all different ages and abilities, mainly street dance. We do also have a 90s pop class for adults, which is an adult dance fitness class. Oh, now you're talking. Right, a 90s pop dance fitness class. I mean, it's got to be easier to dance it than to say it. Yes, it is super fun. We we use all the tracks, all the big anthems from the 90s. What's your favourite then? Boom Shake the Room, Christina Aguilera. I could go on and on. I love it all. I'm a 90s kid, so yeah, love it all. And when is that one then? Because I, you can put my name down. So that's on a Thursday at Itching College, um, half seven till half eight. And first class is free, so come along, have a go. Go, bring all your mates. 
I mean, we'll come down loaded up with Prosecco. Hey, this is a night out, right? <laughs> you say that because we have had our uh, social nights as well. So we've had a few nights out in Popworld, Southampton, and we've brought a few moves to the dance floor and everybody sort of made a little gap for us to do our thing. So yeah, it's been good. <laughs> I've always wondered this. If you go to like a fitness class of any sort, if you hear that song anywhere, do you start just launch into the routine? I would imagine like 10 of you at Pop World on the dance floor just giving it loads of locking and popping absolutely try and stop yourself when you know the moves you can't help it it just happens in your sleep <laughs> and you run lots and lots of classes for kids yes. and this is all sort of street dance how do you find that they get on with it they love it because they know all the songs from the radio and on tv so it's songs they can sing along to it's not so disciplined like other dance styles it's nice and relaxed they can put their own sort of feel into it um and they just have fun enjoy jumping around with the music and and i know that um i've been along to one of your shows that the the kids do sort of at the end of term or whatever and you know we we call it street beats and there is street dance but they did at some point do the birdie song (laughs) every easter is tradition we have to do the birdie song at easter (laughs) They love it. They dress up in the little chick outfits and bunny outfits. And yeah, it's great. It's great for the parents to have something embarrassing to show them when they're 18. And there is the reason for all of it. And we say about the, you know, there's the kids classes, there's the adult classes. You do stuff in schools, but then there's also holiday clubs as well. Yes, yeah, we do a Halloween one. We do Make a Movie Week in the summer, which is a whole week of, um, we put our own film together, basically. And then at the end of the week, they all come together for a big premiere at the cinema, at Harbour Light Cinema. And um, they get to walk the red carpet and watch their own film on the big screen. So they love that and what kind of film songs do you use what did you do last year last year we did Encanto so they all love the Bruno song gosh what else we did Grease they love a bit of Grease we've did which was Six, yeah, we did six. That was for our um, musical theatre. So we do a musical theatre one as well. Usually around Easter time, we do a musical theatre workshop. So we focus on all the songs from the theatre. But yeah, we try and mix it up for our holiday workshops and things. So they all seem to enjoy it and they get to make new friends and have fun. We do all sorts of games and things as well. So have you signed up for the uh, 90s anthem street beat class yet? Yes. Because four hours I'm in. (laughs) I want to see you do some emanate, I've got a little something for you moves. (laughs) Next week, when I open the door, if you're not busted into some emanate, I'm going to go. The podcast won't happen. I've been doing a bit of research for you, Simon. All right, into what? Park run. Oh, yeah. Southampton Park Run on the Common last Saturday was very, very good, but it was very wet on the grassy bits. So we also tried to stay on the path, but I think because other park runs were going to be muddy, lots of people turned up down at Southampton Common. You were volunteering or you were an active participant? I was an active... No, I was there running, (laughs) jogging, (laughs) sort of walking fast. Still an active participant. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, There were one thing thousand and five people there. Is that a new record? No, not quite, not quite. But yeah, over a thousand people there. They cope with it so brilliantly with those numbers. But there's a new rule, and I thought I must tell Simon this. Yeah, go on. Because you know we were talking about your your new dog, yeah. Bo, and I said you could do park run with your dog but you could use one of those leads that goes round your waist yeah, yeah, yeah. so that the dog can drag you around. You can't use those anymore. You've got to have them 
on a lead in your hand yeah, now. I imagine so I'm just why. letting you know. Because otherwise it's just carnage. Having having had a dog for about 14 days, I know full well that those leads must be absolute carnage because <laughs> dogs just go everywhere. Yeah. So you'll end up getting like some kind of human cat's cradle thing going yeah, on yeah, there's right. cables everywhere. I know. And you can take people out like dominoes when there's a thousand and five <laughs> runners. Do you know what I mean? Like, And all you've got to do is just suddenly shout, squirrel, and see what happens. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I'm loving having a dog. So I always say to my kids, and I always try and practice it, but it doesn't always work. But when the first time you see someone in the morning, you should always smile. Yeah. Because if you smile at someone first thing in the morning, it sets them up for the day. Yeah. On a dog walk, I see half a dozen people and they all smile and I smile back. I was out this morning. Someone said good morning to me and they didn't have a dog. But you see, look, that's me. And they smiled and they were like, morning. And I was like, hiya. Why wouldn't you do that? Let's bring back saying hello to everyone we see. And I genuinely think if you could just start the day by everyone you encounter for the first 10, 15 minutes, you just smile and say hello. Then first that, 10, 15 minutes, it's just my daughter. Well, since you leave the house. <laughs> if we all did that for the first 10, 15 minutes after leaving the house, yeah. everyone you see, you just smile. It doesn't have to be a massive grin, but just yeah. smile and say hello. That positivity would be carried through the rest of the day and we'd all have better days for it. There we go. Look, mindfulness with Simon Clark. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> the So So Show. Just before we do the What's Ons, by the way, can I say good luck to everyone from Southampton who's representing in London for the marathon on yes. Sunday, including Steve Pugh from Totten. Now, all his friends ordered and survey and his wife and his daughter, they'll all be trying to spot him on telly. His dad's going up to support him he's done the marathon eight times himself right and that's the kind of person you want to egg you on if it's your first time around yeah but i'm just thinking he's got a three-year-old and and she's not going up but she's going to be watching on telly yeah how to keep a three-year-old occupied for an entire morning i know dad's in there he'll have to run quicker won't he yeah (laughs) see if you can spot him i used to go and watch my dad in the london marathon and there's something that i learned probably when i was about I don't know, maybe when I was about 10 years old. What you can't do, we'd always stand uh, at the end of Tower Bridge. So they come across there and there's just thousands and thousands and thousands. I think there's 30,000 runners. And you're trying to spot someone. What you can't do for them to try and spot you is shout, Dad! (laughs) Because half of the field look round, right? So you have to shout their name. And it feels weird at the time, but... Yeah, I would do. imagine though, if you were shouting dad at the top of your voice, that would be quite distinctive. <laughs> Even when I was 10. Even when you were 10. <laughs> um, also, good luck to the Alfie's Wish runners as well. Sharon and Steve, I know, are running it for them. And look, good luck to everybody doing it. It's an amazing day. Enjoy it. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Paint the town purple. I'm going to start this with. It's a little bit disappointing. It's a bit upsetting news, right? Gwen Stefani was going to be playing Romsey Broadlands. Yeah, yeah. They've cancelled it because of scheduling issues. I did wonder. Did the ticket sales not match the schedule? We didn't say that. (laughs) We just wondered. That's all we thought. Um, But I've got some brilliant things going on. This weekend, it's the Ocean Village Boat Show. Nice. Also coming up, and I know you're going to love this one, Simon... At Broadlands in Romsey, this might be uh, they've cancelled 
Gwen Stefani 4. <laughs> Dogstival. Oh, nice. <laughs> 3rd and 4th of June. I mean, being allergic to dogs, I couldn't think of anything worse. But my daughter is absolutely dog mad. So could she come with you? I'm going, so she's welcome to come around. Shotgun. I'll take her. And then one date for your diary in the summer. I know it's coming thick and fast. Hedge End Carnival is on the 2nd of July. They always go big with Hedge End yeah, Carnival. Yeah, it's good. Thank you for all the likes and the shares on our social media. If you're not already following us, please do jump on our Instagram, our Twitter and our Facebook because there's always something good to win. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Hold up. 